Newsbreak podcast. I think we've heard this term of um, prenatal depression, postnatal depression previously. I want to ask you how serious the problem is. So statistically speaking, according to the South African Depression and Anxiety Group, one in three families is affected by PND each year, and that translates to about 50,000 women in our country. I mention families being affected, not just the women, because when one part of the whole is unwell, it affects the rest. I'm going to ask you a big question. How does one get postnatal or prenatal depression? There are physical factors that involve hormones and chemicals in the brain and the body. There are psychological factors as well. And there are also practical factors um, where poverty and stress and financial stress and uh, discrimination and in anything that is going to cause you stress can exacerbate uh, mental health issues and PND is no different to that. And this is what we assume generally as a society, you know, when a woman is carrying a child or has had a child, um, the role and the responsibility becomes that child, nurture the child, give birth to the child. But now you have a situation where a woman would be unwell and sick So do you still expect her to raise that family, raise that child, or is it acceptable for her to be allowed to take a break and just heal? So historically, children have been raised by villagers, either literally or metaphorically. And today, it's very odd in human history that women are expected to raise a child almost alone or with the help of one or two key figures in their lives. I don't know of any labor union who would allow 24-hour-a-day on-the-job careers, and that's exactly what motherhood is. And if a mother doesn't get a break, it's going to uh, have a detrimental effect on her and possibly on the child and the family as well. So it's really important that mothers do get some slack and that they do get the help that they need, especially if it becomes more than just the pressures of motherhood and it becomes an actual mental illness. What happens when you go through this through this particular illness? What are some of the symptoms, feelings or emotions that, that a woman experiences when she's going through prenatal or postnatal depression? So that's a really interesting question and it brings up why so few women are diagnosed and treated effectively and quickly because a lot of the symptoms of depression are also sometimes the symptoms of pregnancy and new motherhood. Uh, In my case, for example, I had changes in appetite and sleep patterns, but of course I did. I I was in my first trimester. I was nauseous all the time and I couldn't sleep um, because a baby was wriggling around uh, in the later stages. Also, when you're exhausted and you've got a new baby or your hormones are going crazy and you're exhausted all the time, you're not going to have as much time to put into hobbies and friendships. Um, So people might not notice that lack of interest as a key sign. Um, When you're exhausted, you don't have enough uh, energy and time to take care of yourself. So letting yourself go a little bit and not getting dressed and not putting on makeup and not leaving the house could be because you're depressed, but it could also just be because you have a baby. So people, it's much harder to find it's harder to pinpoint best way to treat three ways to treat it most are very important Uh, first of all psychotherapy gives you the tools to cope with your situation 
medication is not required in all cases and the earlier you catch it perhaps the less need for the medication but if you have a chemical imbalance then a medication is definitely going to benefit you and the last one is practical support we said you need a village you cannot do this on your own you, no one can sustain a 24-hour job on their own and no one should have to so between the medical psychological and practical support you can get well news break lotus fm powered by sabc news